This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we've been talking so much about beverly hills and we're going to talk about other stuff today miss sarah frazier david yontip oh my god i am chomping at the bit i have so much to say i mean this potomac stuff with ashley darby and michael darby this bethany stuff bethany have All you right, let's let's yeah. start. Let's start with Bethany. Let's just rip the I, okay, I'm dying off. to start because I need I, I want all your thoughts. What do you think? Okay, let's just set the scene. Let's set the scene. So Bethany Frankel, first of all, Bethany Frankel did an anti-Megan Markle um video maybe a month ago that really had people going bananas. I have to say, I actually didn't disagree with Bethany Frankel. I am indifferent on Meghan and Harry. They seem in love. I'm happy for them. I did enjoy the Oprah interview. And I think basically everything Meghan Markle said about the royal family is 100% true. Do I think she was like a little naive? Yes. Um, But, you know, whatever. That's her truth. Okay, Bethany just feels like she makes horrible business decision after horrible business decision. To me, that's an opinion. Okay. So she started, Bethany started to get canceled maybe a month ago with that. Then, 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 have you seen this? So a TikToker started looking into Bethany's business because Bethany's been giving makeup reviews and nobody for one minute believes Bethany does anything just for fun, right? So she brought up the U.S. trademark um, website, which is public knowledge. And basically- Who brought up, Bethany or the TikToker? No, the TikToker. And it does, what is, and this has nothing to do with Jenny Kane, who used, it used to be one of our sponsors. This is that separate from where we are so far? Just a random TikToker. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I don't think Jenny, Jenny Kane is not the woman that does these. So anyway- public knowledge and everything, everything, you know, um, oh my God, mention it all, mention it all beauty. I'm just giving an example. I mentioned it all is one of them, but she's trying to trademark these other things, right. For different food things and beauty things and blah, blah, blah. Essentially this woman is saying, look, you know, she's everything she's doing is strategic. She's going to launch something. Yes. So Bethany this past week sends a cease and desist to this TikToker, And I don't think she's the only one other TikTokers who talk shit you know, and have an opinion about Bethany's products or Bethany are getting cease and desist. It is. So that's what that's all they're doing. They're just saying like, Bethany has a a point that she's, I I agree. I've said that before. Like what she's doing these makeup tutorials now every day. And what there's, there's a point at the end of this, like do this for six months and then say, it's all crap. I'm launching Bethany beauty. Like, is that what the TikToker is saying? 
Yeah, like this woman is basically saying that, you know, Bethany is getting ready to launch these things. Here's, you know, anything that's public knowledge about Bethany, how much money she's made or, you know, who. And there's another one on there. The um, oh, my God. She's like the TikTok Barbie. Anyway, she was under a contract to do a reality show with Bethany Frankel called Momsters, like so mom monsters. And Bethany held her for two years. They never developed a reality show around her. They wouldn't let her do other projects. She was she was stopped from launching, you know, her own product lines, all these things. And she comes at Bethany all the time, too. Now, I don't know if she's been served a cease and desist, but I mean, I have to say, for Bethany, for now, someone who goes on TikTok and comments about everybody. She's suing uh, TikTok. And now is suing TikTok because a company, which I actually agree with Bethany on this, a sweatshirt, a sweater Which company, is Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is using uh, Bethany in their sweater, uh, but a video of Bethany that Bethany did not give permission to use and essentially making it look like Bethany is giving them an endorsement. Okay. But what are they saying? Are they saying here is, and it's truly a sweater of theirs? Like it's that she's truly in that sweater. I don't even know that she's truly in that sweater. I think okay, she's in the that's, that's that the part like, that I didn't understand. Like it's Jenny Kane. They used to be a sponsor of ours. I understand what she's saying. She's saying, but like, I didn't know if it was really like if you right now, I don't know if Kylie Jenner is wearing a Sarah Fraser sweatshirt, the Sarah Fraser show. I mean, you are now going to hang up. Don't record a podcast for the next month and spend every minute of your day talking about Kylie wearing it. I would say that's a really good use of your time. This is Kylie. Yeah, time. but Jenny Kane was using Bethany in an edited video that then they were posting to say, go to our, our store and buy it. It wasn't a rep from Jenny King going on, going like making a video and going, Oh my God, did you see yesterday? Bethany Frankel wore our sweatshirts. Like we're doing 15% off. This is huge. Wow. It was an ad. So I'm with Bethany. I would sue over that, but I don't know how I feel about Bethany coming <sighs> after these other TikTokers. Meredith Lynch is the woman's name. Um, that is basically revealing a lot of public information about Bethany and Bethany is sending her a cease and desist. And Meredith says on her TikTok, look, I know Bethany can't, there's nothing she can do about me doing this, but also she could litigate me. She could sue me. I have no money. So what am I going to do? Like, of course, I'm just going to take it down because you know, you're an attorney. She's like, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth and the money to fight this. So there's really, so I, I have such a love for Bethany. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. I mean, first of all, okay, there's a lot going on here. First of all, let's start. Let's back it up for a minute. Right. What? It's like it's like we talked about last time, where it was like Kathy Hilton is on the blogs. And I mean, girl, don't you run a skinny girl empire? Where is your time coming to analyze all of this? I agree that I don't think Bethany does anything that is based on human emotion. It is all business. And I say that as a compliment. So I do believe I said this the first day she started doing the makeup. Oh, this bitch wants to lay a path. And then one day there's going to be skitty girl, Bethany beauty division, and it's going to be her own beauty. Right. I mean, cause she's taken all. So she came after Megan. I mean, forget about that. What is she? I mean, what is she's obsessed with the Kardashians? She won't stop talking about all of them. Do you see all the shit she's saying about Kylie? She's like, now let me explain to you. If you buy this in the store, here's Kylie. This is $42. If you buy this big box, this is $142. Uh, is this the same product? It looks the same to me. So I just paid $117 fucking dollars for a Kylie box. I just threw the box up my asshole. Why did we buy that? So she's 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 got it bad for the Kardashians too. I mean. What's going on? Is, is, is you talk about Lisa Rinna? Is is our homegirl Bethany losing it, or is this some calculated smart plan for a business? Because she's got a lot of time on her hands, doesn't she? She's got a lot of time on her hands. I don't know with Bethany. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, to me, Bethany could be on. And I've said this: if I were running CNN right now, because CNN is in major, major trouble with ratings. I mean, 
That's just the reality. David and I love ratings. It's why we do this. I'm a producer here in LA. David is a lawyer. He's worked for, you know, obviously Martha Stewart. I mean, you know, you and I are kind of like, we are in the business and I love ratings, right? CNN has a major, major, major problem right now. I would give, I, I would have approached Bethany for an old school Larry King style, sit down one-on-one style show and let Bethany go to town. I would. I, Bethany has opinion. She's unabashed. She's already rich now. I, I like to hear what Bethany has to say. And I do enjoy that she goes against, against the grain because most people are not going to go against the Kardashians. Okay. They're very powerful. And I hear great things. I actually hear that, that Kim, they're all extremely very nice. And I hear Chris is awesome. And like, once you're in with them, they root for you. But uh, so I don't know. I mean, Bethany's had so many chances to be on television. I don't know what the point of being opinionated is unless Bethany just feels like all press is good press now. And she's trending a lot, a lot on Twitter. Maybe she just wants her name out there because she's going to launch this beauty line. You know, I'm like, is she doing this to get back on TV? But it's almost at a tipping point where it's like, now, if I were running CNN, I don't know that I'd put her on TV because I don't like that she's going after these little creators And, you know, when she claims to be this voice of reason against the Kardashians and this voice of reason against, you know, whatever you think about Meghan Markle, but I mean, Meghan Markle wants to be a star too. Like, let's not, this Meghan Markle isn't like this woman that wants to sit behind the scenes. I mean, they want to be famous too. They're doing a lot of shit to try to do that. Okay. So Bethany goes after these well-liked creators, all, all is fair, you know, in the media, but it's getting a little, it's. I don't know. Like to me now, I'm like, is Bethany that smart when it comes to social media play? Because I think it's getting, we talk about Rena. Rena, I think, knows when to back up and give people a break. But Bethany uh, is getting I, to a you, point. Do you really think so? I mean, did, did Rena forget that part of her personality in the past six months? No. Okay, we're back. We're back. We froze for a second. No, but like Rinna, yeah, we did freeze for a second. Um, I think it's Hampton stable. Um, I'm out of the Hamptons in four days, guys. Um, it moved back to New York City for the rest of the year. Um, I, d- does Rinna know when to back up? Did she just forget she knew that in the past yes, few months? Yes, because you and I talk about this. When Rena's not on the show, you don't hear a lot from Rena. Okay, that gives everybody a break. It gives a little pause. Bethany's at it 24-7, and I just... I love that Bethany has a hot take, but it kind of goes both ways. And if this creator isn't doing anything illegal or the bunny Barbie chick who's saying, look, you, you sidelined me for two years. I mean, that's the truth. Like, I don't really love that about Bethany. That kind of gives me pause. Like, I don't want to support Bethany anymore. Listen, there are some people, I don't need to mention their names. You know, I love to say that, but it's all true that, um, that are in the Bravo world and they know her and we chat about her very often. These two people do not care for her at all. They say she is like just the, the, just the worst, just the worst. Now I'm not saying this, but I get the calls and the texts. And I mean, you see, Sarah, I, I could just ruin people with one call. I could call someone, well, but I, I'm not, I don't do that. That's not my MO. Who cares? Um, Look, they I've, got say- story, I've got a story of a famous comedian. I will never tell his name um, who years ago before he was famous was giving improv and comedy classes in New York city. And Bethany was in his class. And he said that Bethany was one of the worst human beings he's ever had. And she did not care about the material. She would just come to him and just say, tell me what I have to do to be famous. Tell me what I have to do to be famous. And he'd be like, improv is like an art. Like there's yes. And like there's stuff we're doing. And she's like, no, you don't understand. What do I need to do to be famous? And I want to cut everything else. And he just said she was the worst human being. And that was before she was famous. So, I mean, I've, I've heard, I, I can't say I haven't heard the same things. These two Bravo, two people. And they're like, she is the devil. I'm not. And I'm like, really, really? And I, trust me, I don't just like you know, reach my hand under my desk and play with myself and roll over and go to sleep. I'm like, now let's just, let's just play devil's advocate here. You know, you were all on Bravo. It's not even like they know her so well. I'm not going to reveal who it is, but like there's all of you were on Bravo, all of you, hundreds. And, you know, there's one woman who probably got the richest off Bravo. Are we sure you're not jealous? Like, let's, let's flesh this out. And they're like, no, 
no, we, we really, she's the, literally the devil. I'm like, okay. So I like, so it's not like, I just take it. I'm like, tell me why. So then I get the facts. They, they, they swear she is the meanest, rudest, will knock you over. Um, yeah. I mean, look, girlfriend, I feel, I feel it's not just the money. I feel you miss being back on TV. Like you're creating yeah. these. And, and so what I don't understand is like, again, just be self-aware. I think that's why, you know, even though there are the haters out there, people that understand and are huge fans of my show, they're like, you know what, at least you're fucking honest. And I am. So like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with it. Just say you want, you want to be back on TV, uh, utter those words. But right. When you're coming after these people and then you're like, Oh, I'm like above it all. Cause she will get pressed. She is trending. And she's like, Oh, look, look at this. I'm trending on Twitter for saying this about this person. Do you realize people are dying in the world and people are starving and be strong and like people's priorities. <laughs> no, it's still out there. And believe it or not, I've heard people that have worked with her and be strong too. And they said that it's just a nightmare. And it's all about like the face of be strong and guys get me, film me going into the house. And I don't know, like, so I'm not coming for Bethany, but girl, there's an opportunity for you to be back on TV. I'm sorry. It's not CNN. It's not the view. It's not what you want. It's called the OG legacy show. And I guarantee you for like, you know, you'll get a little more than all the others. Bravo would love to have you on that legacy show. So you can't have it both ways. If you want to be back on TV right now, I got an answer for you. Call Andrew, call Andrew. You could probably have legacy when it's time, right? I agree with you though, by the way, about CNN, it'd be great. Oh, they should, they should. But I got to say, I'm kind of at a tipping point with her. I mean, because it's a little getting a little Piers Morgan-esque where you're just like, Ugh, you know, I mean, then you kind of lose that. I think, you know, you call out Meghan Markle, then you back off a while. You know, you call out the Kardashians, you back off. You know what I'm saying? And then you have some credibility. But, and you know, where, what's where's the status with her show with Kevin O'Leary? I mean, isn't she getting a kind of business show with Kevin O'Leary? Well, do we have a release date? Any, any? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The only thing I love as much as Real Housewives is wine. But I have to admit, I don't know anything about wine. Well, let me tell you, with First Leaf, you no longer have to be an expert. You go to tryfirstleaf.com slash velvetrope and you take the quiz. They ask you things like, do you prefer white or red? Do you like your wines oaky or buttery? So you take this awesome online quiz and at the end, they recommend bottles for you. As you drink the bottles, you rate them. You give them a thumbs up or a thumbs thumbs down. And based on your feedback, they hone in on your taste even more. So your personalized selections, which come right to your front door, are tailored to fit your taste buds. First Leaf can recommend wines with 96% accuracy. But the best part, if you're not completely satisfied with a bottle, First Leaf will credit you for another. It truly is wine made simple. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping, go to tryfirstleaf.com slash velvet rope. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash velvet rope and get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash velvet rope. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I am feeling so good today. And it's because of Organifi. I use Organifi every day. Listen, Organifi is an organic superfood blend that offers plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed. And that's why I like it because it makes sense to me to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. I also love the variety. I use the Organifi green juice, which helps reduce stress. I use the Organifi red juice, which is a superfood punch, which increases energy. And the Organifi, each Organifi blend is so easy to use. You just mix it with water or your favorite beverage while you're on the go. And they don't compromise quality for taste. It tastes really good. I also love that. Oh my God, it's so affordable. It's based on a market price that works out to be less than $3 a day. So listen, head over to Organifi.com slash Velvet Rope and use code Velvet Rope at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Organifi.com slash Velvet Rope. Use Velvet Rope at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. Remember the good old days? And I'm really dating myself here. I know when you had to like go to your psychiatrist's office and like sit there and wait in the waiting room and it was quiet and you were looking at people around you and you had to wait and you had to walk there and you had to drive there. Mental health and therapy and psychiatry has never been so simple. Now that you're able to access mental health and the comfort of your own device, it's never been so simple to schedule. Talkspace, it's really changed the game. You can send messages to your dedicated therapist and the Talkspace platform. You could schedule your sessions. You can help set goals all from your device. You never have to leave your home. And if you're like me and you travel and you're really never in one place for more than a few months, it's great. You don't have to keep changing therapists. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating. As a listener of Behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Velvet. To get $100 off, that's Talkspace.com slash Velvet. As a reality TV and pop culture podcast, we sit here and talk about all the greatest reality TV shows of all time. And we all know one of the greatest ever is The Surreal Life. You guys remember it. And let's face it, The Surreal Life brought us some of the craziest celeb moments in TV history. Well, guess what? The Surreal Life is now back on Monday, October 24th at 9, 8 central. The first celeb reality social experiment is back on VHY. Buckle up because this season is surrealer than ever. Eight unfiltered celebrities, and these guys are really unfiltered from all different walks of fame, are forced to live under one roof away from the spotlight of Hollywood that they're so used to. These big, big personalities step out of their comfort zones and reveal their true inner selves. The celebrities are Dennis Rodman, August Olsina, Tamar Braxton, Frankie Muniz, Manny MUA, Kim Coles, CJ Perry, and wait for it, Stormy Daniels. Oh my God. Can you imagine Stormy Daniels in the same house as Dennis Rodman? Well, you're about to watch that on The Surreal Life. All of them are going to connect and collide in unexpected ways, leaving reality TV fans on the edge of their seat. Things are about to get surreally wild. Don't miss The Surreal Life. New season premieres Monday, October 24th at 9, 8 central on VH1. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, first of all, Kevin, great guest on Behind the Velvet Rope. Um, I did, yeah, I mean, they, they even reached out to me, whatever network that was, and was like, not can you interview Kevin and Bethany, but they're like, can you can you shop, like, you know, put it on your story and all this, and if you do all this for us, you know, when the show comes out, wink, 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 and I'm like, all right, you're not going to, thank you, like, get Bethany on my podcast, and then, then I'll then I'll do whatever favors you want here today. I'm done doing favors for people. Um, I don't know what the release date is that. And by the way, so many people comment every time we bring up Bethany, the view, the view, the view. Let me tell you about the view. Let me tell you about the view. You need to be strong and have your opinion, but then you need to shut the fuck up and you need to listen to all the other opinions. And sometimes you say they all do it. Even Whoopi and Megan McCain and Hasselbeck, they all say, huh. 
I'm going to change my opinion today. So unless Bethany can sit there and listen to all the other women on the panel and say, I'm, I'm changing my opinion on this one. I don't think she's right for the view. I think Bethany has a solo show, guys. I don't think she would fit I do in too. It's, I it's, do too. it's too much. I do too. And I mean, you know, I, I wanted her talk show to work. I feel like it could have worked today, but I, I don't think, you know, it's so hard now to get any success with a talk show. Um, but maybe that's the, pl- maybe that's what she's going for. Maybe, you know, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if Sherry Shepard can replace Wendy. I mean, Wendy was so unique and Wendy was sort of the last ones to have huge ratings. So maybe Bethany feels like if Sherry doesn't work, she could come in um, because, Bethany's polarizing. I mean, Bethany's polarizing. Anyway, we've spent a lot of time on Bethany, but we'll move on. But she's she's polarizing. But, you know, it's like I do think we all knew Wendy was rich and but Wendy was still like of the people like is there is this this dichotomy of like it's we're starting to not believe that bethany is of the people right like she's not one of us like we know you're filthy we're like i think it's like everything we're saying like if we don't believe that you really yeah and you can wendy wendy wasn't no no wendy was never wendy went home oh poor wendy at home you know i don't know i mean god i mean her ex-husband there was just such a douche lord but anyway but she wasn't out with these people no, and right. she wasn't out at night being like, I can't wait for something to happen so I can talk about it. She just, it naturally happened. And then she talked about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know who it's is? Bethany. Who, who? Some of our gals in the RHOP because it's back, girl. Oh my God. Okay, girl. What did you think? I need your thoughts. Okay. Now I know you were telling me off air. You said that you thought it was a little boring. I did. I did. It pains me. It pains me to say. But did anyone else? I'm sorry. And look, maybe because I've moved from DC and I lived there for 16 years and it was so good to me. But when I left, I was really ready to go. I was ready to grow. But just the scene with the cherry blossoms in between, it looks, the graphics look a little dated. The women, it's like, thank, you know, truly thank God for Ashley Darby. Thank God for Ashley Darby. And thank, you know, they all need to be licking Michael Darby's ass. I mean, <laughs> like a little intense. Okay. Okay. No, it's okay. You, you can say that. <laughs> Notice how but, I didn't even blink an eye. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah but whatever. They, they should be, I hope they're sending Michael thank you notes. And I mean, I guess it is episode one. So maybe things will get a little, but no, it's slow. I mean, Am I the only one? Like we're kind of in the same place with Robin and Juan as we have been for five years. Giselle got the front of her house done. I mean, like, right? Am I the only one? Okay, a couple of things. First of all, I want to comment on some, I I know, listen, there's a lot of glam here. I noticed some glow ups. I noticed some glow ups. Okay, what? You have told me this before and I've never saw it. I never got it. I am like, wow, Ashley Darby is fucking gorgeous. And I never thought that before. I get it finally. When she shows up in that, like halters, oh, my girlfriend's got a great ass body. Yeah, she's got a great ass body. She's, she's, she looks so good. So and Robin, good. Robin, the new the hair, the color. Like I, I'm so I'm just like, wow, we got some glow ups going on here. I mean, Giselle is literally one of the most gorgeous. I don't even think it's possible. So there's no glow up for Giselle. I think she's gorgeous. Yeah, we can get into the fashion. It's now become a thing. But I don't know. You know what it is? I'm always excited the first episode. Like, and we'll get into Salt Lake in a minute. Like, I was really excited for Salt Lake episode one. And by episode two, I was like, eh. I get why everyone tells me they don't watch. Like, I get it. You know, I was kind of losing my luster. So Potomac right now for me, I'm still feeling it, but I'm going to say, I'm not going to tell you who, because I want all you girls to come on my podcast. There are two that I just don't really, listen, I like it when you're authentic. That was my problem with Leah McSweeney the whole time of, of, Roni, I, I don't care like Ramona. I love Ramona because 
she is authentic. She can't help herself. You know what I mean? Ramona is Ramona. There's two girls here that just seem so thirsty to me, more than all the others. And I don't even need to get into who it is, but two of the RHOP to me seem really fucking thirsty. Did you get that? I got it. I think I know who you mean. I mean, honestly- and, and, and I don't even mean on the show. I just mean like knowing you all in real life. You're just, man, you are so thirsty. And so that to me turns me off. Two of them. Just that's it. Um, you know, we obviously love Candy Gal on this show. I do. I did love the scene because I like inside baseball more. I loved the Peter Thomas scene with Wendy. And I thought that's a God, if that works, if I don't know if they've even, if they're going to open this restaurant in Baltimore or not, but I loved the inside baseball of how much it takes to start a restaurant you're not going to get any return. And that's if things all go well for two years. And then you could potentially be making $8 million a year. I'm like, oh, okay. That's why people open restaurants. Cause I'm oh, with really? Wendy's. That seems like oh, a yeah. lot of money, 8 million. That's what, I mean, maybe that's a little high, but that's what Peter was saying. That's but what he said. Husband wasn't a fan. And I kind of get, like, I've never been a restaurant person either. I never wanted to open a restaurant or be a part of it. But, um, but I thought that scene was really good because it was, like, I love the crossover. It was interesting. Um, and I like the Ashley Michael stuff, but everybody, and, you know, again, I'm biased. I love Candy Gal. So, but I got to say, I mean, what are we going to get from Miss Huga? You know, what are we? I Listen, the best scene though, from the, from the, for the best scene from the first episode, which we're still on because it's a week behind here, guys. That's how we edit. And that's what we do. Lots of guests. It's on purpose. Deal with it. Um, the best scene for me, and I'm sure she rehearsed this all summer long or whatever it was before they were filming, but that scene where where Wendy comes up to Giselle and she's like, no, 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 no. We're not hugging. We're not saying hi. No, no, no. Don't you come near me. Go yeah, away. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, Giselle is, she's not playing this season, but I guess I get, I get, it goes back to the like, the OC is probably going to be the same in Atlanta too. Like we need a real world scandal. It's awful. I can't believe, and, and, and it doesn't have to be well, legal because we had Louis Realius, which kept New Jersey. So we either need deep seated family shit or some real world thing, which is so shocking and blows up. You can't ask for that. We, we couldn't, you couldn't script Teresa meeting this man that was doing viral videos and he's off his rocker and you couldn't script that. It just happens, right? I mean, I will say this. I think we're about to get it in Potomac with Mia Thornton. I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around. You know, Mia's renting that house in Potomac for $10,000 a month, allegedly. You know, she put out that thing about her brother, that the brother has stolen all their money, frozen all their <sighs> assets. I mean, there's a lot more to that. And, you know, I'm not sure who this friend of is, this Jacqueline, but Jacqueline's been very vocal, like, girl, everyone's about to see the scammer that you are, you know? And I got to say, I mean, they they wouldn't shock me if there's a lot more there. So they could be next. And, you know, she's like... <sighs> Maybe she's not the idea. I don't think she has kind of like the brilliance of Jen Shaw, but she might provide enough messiness and crossover. Because to me, she's literally one reporter away from somebody look diving into them a little bit until we find it's a house of cards. That's crazy. Yes. No, I mean, I agree with that. And as soon as she was, I mean, but to your point, like, I think we're so jaded as an audience. Like if it's just I like, like Robin didn't pay her taxes. All right. Big fucking deal. Who cares? Like we're so <laughs> now, we're, yeah. right. We're so jaded about like Mia's thing, but I, I agree. I don't, I don't think it's all, but I mean, I think that about a lot of housewives, no offense to Mia, but as soon as she was like, we moved to Potomac, as soon as they showed that house, I was like, girl, wait till we get, where is, the, did you purchase? As soon as they were she's like, oh, we rent this. I'm like, of course you do. Not that there's anything wrong with renting, but at least she's being honest about it as opposed to like ringing Miss Hugh Huber's doorbell. And by the way, I also love when like Ashley's, I love how 
I have we ever been this open about Ashley's threesomes before? No, it's like, it's no, so <laughs> that's that's what I took away. Like we're sitting there, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, thanks for the picnic, and I love the cherry blossoms, the grand dame. I know, you know, you're very prude and over there, but yeah, like whatever. Like Michael wanted a threesome, and I say no. And like we just <laughs> are, we just apparently talk about Ashley's threesomes now on the Bravo channel as if it's like so. I mean, I'm more power to her, but I right. We never really were this vocal about it before. No, and I love it. I mean, look, I saw it. I mean, Daily Mail had picked up Michael and Ashley's threesome chat, you know, today. And it was it was great to see. I mean, and, you know, look, I'll probably eat crow and it's it's a slow start. But I mean, there do seem to be a lot of things that are going to happen. I mean, even a Candace and Ashley alliance would be really big at this point. Chris, you know, I know Chris in real life. I know Candace in real life. I find the whole like him hitting on or texting inappropriate. I, I find it hard to believe. I, I just don't. I mean, I, again, I think they're another couple with a good relationship, but what do I know? You know, I mean, unless you live with someone, you have no idea, but I do find that a little bit of a stretch. Everyone who listens to this podcast always tells me I have attitude, but now I also have attitude. That's right. Literally attitude, you know, attitude as in the sheets that are eco-friendly, they're made from a hundred percent bamboo. Everyone who knows me knows that I have a hard time sleeping. I want sheets that are comfortable. I want sheets that are affordable. I don't want to break the bank. And look, it's also, you want to do something good for the environment, right? Attitude sheets are made without toxic chemicals, which means they use 99% less water than cotton. Now you're probably saying to yourself, you want sheets that are comfortable. Oh my God. These are as comfortable as silk sheets. I'm one of those people that always wanted silk sheets. But listen, have you ever looked at the cost of silk sheets? I found that I sleep better at night. And listen, if you think I can do this podcast five days a week without a good night's sleep, this requires a lot of energy. It's not all coffee, guys. So listen, right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash velvet rope and enter promo code velvet rope. Remember, that's attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your entire order at attitude.com slash velvet rope and enter promo code velvet rope and you will start sleeping better today. Is this now the usual producer, producer uh, Bryant over there in the left corner? I mean, is that what we're having? Because that's what Miss Giselle is accused of season after season, Monique. Canda, everyone's accused her of this, of like, she just, which is that so bad? That's what we say about Bethany and LVP and Rinna. I mean, is it so bad that you keep the story going? I guess, I mean, it's bad if you're Chris Bassett, who seems to have a fun attitude about it. He posted that thing on Twitter. Like, I guess it's my season. My turn. Yeah. It's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, so, I mean, there's probably a lot more coming. I would never underestimate those women. I mean, they are, they're amazing what they've done. So, but I, you know, and again, I think you're right. We just have these insane expectations now. So I think when it's just, you know, just what housewives is, it's a little like of a letdown. I do think Bravo's going to the OG thing. Have to say, I was happy for in a long time to see Sharice. I haven't really liked her on the other seasons as she's come back. Robin, how dare you? I mean, Robin had the nerve to say to us to, to in her confessional that Sharice is the original Grand Dom. How dare you, Robin? How Ooh. dare you? Ooh. There's only one Ooh. Grand Dom, my daughter. I know. I know. That'll be, you. that's setting up for a lot of tension this season between the two. I just... It's interesting, you know, why they brought Sharice back so hardcore. You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like, is it because there wasn't really enough going on? And so here's Sharice trying to really drum up. You know, I think you're getting the groundwork of who who is the real grand dame. And it's like, I don't uh, know. Do, do we need to have that discussion? Miss Huger will always hold this title. But okay. I, oh. I also love that I thought, which I related to, like, I mean, as a lawyer, like, here's Ashley, like, I don't know. And not that the, her, her family is just like, girl, like, you need a fucking lawyer. You should not be speaking to this person anymore. Like, where is your fucking lawyer, girl? This isn't gonna, I mean, I know it's all copacetic now. And but I'm, I don't know, divorce, very rarely stays that way, guys. So we'll see. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Ashley was on um, 
watch what happens uh, right after the premiere and basically just said she's six months into her separation, but still these conflicting things with Michael. So I don't know. Well, she had a coochie craving for him. <laughs> Look, I told you, I, I, you know, I do think, I think she's Mike, she and Michael have a really strong connection and, you know, Okay, she says now she's not as freaky, but the reality is that she was as freaky. You know, I mean, they they connect on their freakiness. So, you know, I don't know. I, I do have a soft spot for both of them. I think they really do love each other. They're going to co-parent. I, I don't know. You know, we could have another Juan and Robin situation on our hands here with those two. I, I, I don't know. Before we move on, I mean, who is, I mean, now that I've opened my eyes and seeing how gorgeous Ashley is, who is Michael getting that is more, what threesome are you having, dude, with someone more attractive than Ashley? I mean, what, what, what world are we living in? I mean, is it because you're on TV? I mean, Jesus. Yes. And (sighs) he said they went down to Florida and there was a woman that was interested in hooking up with Ashley and Michael was interested in all that, of course. And, you know, Ashley wasn't interested in inviting him. I mean, you know, I think Ashley's the one pulling these hot women. And then Michael, you know, has to come along. Um, I just hope I'm as horny as Michael Darby when I'm, is he, isn't he like 67? I mean, I is hope he? I want to get it. Yes, honey. Yes. For real. Hold on. Let's go. I, I would have said like 59, same oh. age as the Grand Dom. 67, no offense to 67, but Michael seems way 62, 67. <laughs> Two, Michael. Okay, Darby well, that's that. That makes two. more sense. But still, okay. I get your point. I get your point. Um, should we talk for a minute about Salt Lake? Yes. What do you want? To, where do you want to go? What do you want to say? I don't know. Are you? I feel. I feel maybe about Salt Lake the way you feel about Potomac. It's. I mean, are we loving? I love the characters. I mean, the, the players, but. It's not, I don't know, is anything really happening at this point? Well, this week they were in, you know, Scottsdale, Arizona. To your point, they took her on a trip. You were saying that. Yeah, and of course they can't go out of the country because obviously Jen Shaw has this trial coming up at this point. She hasn't pled guilty. Uh, I see what you're saying. They do the same old shaman thing, which I feel like we've seen in other shows now. And, you know, nothing is that big although i will say i mean the i do think there's a lot of layers like whitney kind of confessing that she obviously suffered this really traumatic abuse i'm assuming they're insinuating that she was sexually abused by some family member i'm making that maybe it was physical she's blocked this period of her life out she's beginning to to discover that again so i kind of find that big um i find you know meredith and lisa i do think are totally done you know, I, I just, and I get what you're saying. It's like, okay, then what, you know, what, what else is going to go on? I think what keeps it exciting is, you know, we have this looming huge, you know, thing coming. Um, so I think you're just kind of curious about what, how Jen played it before all this is, you know, just this bomb is dropped. Well, two things, you know, I got a lot and I, I see this. I'm not saying it, everybody. So don't come for me. Um, I mean, come for me, but not over this. I got a lot <laughs> of DMs that a lot of people aren't so sure about Miss uh, Whitney Wild Rose in her story. What? And a lot oh, of people, very true really. And I got really because I got a lot of DMs that were like, "I'm a survivor of abuse, and this is so. This story makes no. I'm just saying this story makes really? no sense. And she changed her story three times in the scene. I'm like, you all pay attention so well, guys. Um, that's what people are saying. I'm not saying it, but let's. You know, I'm just now. I'm gonna watch with a different eye since I have all these DMs here. So shout out to all those people that have said that. Um. I want to know, does Jen's mother know in that scene? Is Jen's mother uncomfortable about filming? Does she know? Or is Jen sitting there and lying to her own mother? I would think that one. I would think the second, right? And look, I, yeah, I think the second. And I mean, I, 
I don't know. I just broke down, not broke down, but I was just so sad. Like when Jen is talking about like her younger son, when they find out like he's been crying, like to me, it's just, that's the, that's the part, like, I don't know, our tide's going to change towards Jen because this is what I, like when you're single, right. Or, or when there aren't kids in the mix, I feel like a lot more is fair in like love and life. And, you know, like people cheat, like all these things, because <laughs> the audience will trash me. You can come for me, but you know, you don't, the, the stakes are a lot lower when you don't have kids. Okay. Like if you're cheating on somebody, if you're swindling somebody, it's, a. but once you have kids, once you have, they start out so innocent and pure, like that is when like, I just, I'm lacking empathy for Jen. I don't fucking get it. Her son, her 16 year old son who never signed up for any of this is being like, and nobody, I don't know. You know, I just, I have a really hard time with this. Like, I feel like they need to focus more on that on the show. Maybe they will again, maybe they will. Seems weird to me. Everybody is having a good time. We've said it 10,000 times on this podcast together. Everyone's celebrating Jen. Jen needs so much support. Jen, Jen, Jen. It's like, you guys realize this woman is completely narcissistic and selfish, even to her doing this to your mother your own like mother. I mean, unless the mom was like encouraging it, I have no idea, but it just, I don't know. I, you're, I have a little bit of a hard time. Uh, you're there. preaching to the choir. I mean, I just think the thing is, and I bet you secretly Bravo is not, okay, let me finish my sentence. Like, of course they don't want her to be guilty, but I also think they're upset that she pled guilty because this whole season will be so different. I think we would be more glued to our TVs if she didn't plea and she was on trial because then you, I feel that 60, 51% of this audience maybe would feel sympathy, right? She's crying. I'm innocent. She was just on the reunion. Yeah, She's she, right. like, it would be Erica. It would be Kathy Helton. Did Kathy say these slurs? Did Erica know? I don't care what anybody says out there. You don't know a hundred percent the truth, except Kathy and Erica. That would be the case with Jen Shaw. When she cried about the son, we, we would have moments of feeling guilty. I might actually feel for her. I might actually be team Jen Shaw, right? Yeah, the whole right. season would be so different. And I think we would be fighting like we did over Erica and we'd be more invested. I bet you Bravo is secretly like, fuck, our whole season is, 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 is shot. You know, it's like we're watching it with such a different lens now. And I agree with you. I still go back to comparing it to Erica. I don't know why people have sympathy for Jen. I agree with you. I think she is, to me, from where I am sitting, a complete, complete narcissist. I do. I really do. And so, like, I can't fault I know. The, the women because they don't really know at this point. So, like... You know, you might, I mean, she swore she's fighting for all the innocent people on the reunion. So I think if you're her friend and Heather's come out and said, I will stand by my friend. And I actually respect that. If my friend were Jen Shaw and she committed these crimes, I would hundred percent stand by her. 100%. I would do that for my family or people that are really Okay. Yeah. But who are they going to introduce to like, you know, throw some shade here like that, like then who are they going to, because we've certainly had that for Erica. So like, who are going to be the people, the, the people that are sitting down Heather and going, Heather, you are supporting somebody who lied to you for years, lied to your face and said that they never committed these crimes. You still consider that your best friend? Like, I mean, who's apparently, that apparently she does. Now, do I think Meredith Marks my friend over here is going to go visit her. No, I think I really, I personally think when all this is said and done, Andy, Bravo execs, everyone's going to move on except Heather. It, she'll be the one that stands loyal and visits her and this and that. That's just my opinion. But I, I agree with you. I think it's very hard to watch. And to me in that scene, it doesn't, I mean, I don't think your mother knows. I don't think so. Now you were sitting there weeks away from a trial which you're lying to your own mother and it's now on camera. It's so, and yes, no, I don't feel, I mean, yes, I'm going to say no. I don't feel the least bit sorry for you when you're crying over your kid. I feel sorry for your kid. I don't feel I, sorry I, for you. So sorry Why for the me. fuck Both did you do them. this? You, you, you fucking moron. Why did you do this in knowing that your children are not going to see their mother? I mean, 
listen, I've said it before and I will say it again. You always get caught. You know, always get caught. Everyone always, always says you're a disgusting person. You love money. I fucking love money. I will do anything for a certain amount of money, except something that's illegal. I would never do something illegal ever. You get caught period. I mean, just also it's not morally right, David, but you do get <laughs> caught. You do get caught regardless. And so so, uh, that is the narcissism in, in her to me that you're sitting there with your mother weeks and months before a trial where I know you say you're innocent, but honey, it's a trial. Things are going to come out again. I've said this before. If it were me, I would say to my mother, to my, I would say to my inner circle, listen, I did this. I did this and I need your help. I need my family. You guys got to get me off. We're going to hire lawyers. We got to try to fight this because I don't want to go to jail. But at least my inner circle and blood, mother, father, sister, children, the, the inner circle would at least know. I don't know. And yeah, I guess, you know, the less people that know, the more likely your trial can be pure, right? Because people talk. And so, I mean, I get that, but I don't know. It's such a different season. I really, I mean, I think everyone really needs to keep that in mind as they watch. This is such a different season than if she didn't plead and we didn't know. And by the way, sentencing is now delayed until. Yes. No, no, but uh, it's delayed to December. December from November 22nd. So it's not like a huge delay. I mean, people were trying to make that a big thing. Like Jen Shaw gets what Jen Shaw wants, but I'm like, guys, this is three weeks. This is not like, it's not like a year later that she's going to have a whole nother year of life, you know? But I he, mean, yeah. Even that she's gonna have another Christmas with her family, you know, she's going to have another Thanksgiving, another Christmas with her family. And for her, I'm sure she hates it being delayed because you're wondering your fate. And it was the government. I'm sure they're so backed up anyway, because of COVID with, with cases. So essentially the government team had other scheduling conflicts. So they had to postpone. If I were Jen, I wouldn't be happy about that. I mean, you know, you, you Thanksgiving, there's this cloud looming, you know, at least, at least you would have known on the 22nd, okay, I'm going to do five years. So let's live it up this Thanksgiving. Let's live it up this Christmas. I'm turning myself in, you know, whatever, you know, now she's going to wait until December 15th. I, I would have wanted Kim D and I had a friend that went to jail. Cause you know, we just, we have, I know people that have gone to jail and this person, it was delayed for all of COVID. And I was like, Jesus, like I would just be, if it were me, I would, I said the same thing. Me, yeah. I would be like, let's just start the clock today. People. Cause like it's, it is, a, it's like, there's no getting out of this. I mean, right. But even that, like your statement of like, people are now like Jen Shaw gets what she gets. Um, if this were Erica, you would have her, 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 her head would be chopped off. You would wait for her in an alley and jump her to teach her pay. Like, I don't, un- I don't understand the difference. How I, this is I like don't know, ooh, Jen, weird. Ooh, more time with Jen Shaw. And by the way, there is this talk that they might try to, st- I don't know how they're going to do this. They might try to start filming season four. Cause here I am being like, guys, we're no Jen Shaw for season four, that they might try to start doing some filming now for the next season through her sentencing. Look, they can do it. We'll have, it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be the first, if, if we go this route, it'll be the first time that's ever happened where we haven't had a whole season or a reunion and we're filming another season. But if you want Jen Shaw part of this, uh, sure. I think Bravo can do that. I've heard that they might try to start filming like right now. Well, you already season. know. I mean, she's going to a low security prison, much like what Martha Stewart did, which much like, you know, the situation went to um, Anthony Weiner's another one. I mean, the Sitch and Anthony Weiner were at the same facility in Massachusetts. I mean, she's going to a low, you know, these are not federal. Although, I mean, her case is federal. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe do you, it, I was going to say, do, do you know, know the type of facility think, she's going to? No, I don't. I you, got, <laughs> you got me. You got me listening over here. I'm like, okay, well, that makes <laughs> sense. But wow. I was <laughs> people like, have right, people have a right to question my, uh, my authority. Like, you got some tea here today, Sarah. I really started out. No, I don't have a clue. Um, okay. I love a shout out to the sitch, the sitch baby. And last episode, you shouted out Queen Christine uh, Quinn from Selling Sunset. So look at you pulling out the the reality TV references, girl. I do know a few <sighs> things, goddammit. <laughs> you know, I love the sitch. Um, 
I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let's just get the sentencing over with now. I mean, I think if they are going to film the new season, bring it on. Like, let's have some Jen Shaw in our life. It kind of makes you wonder where I'm, I mean, what is this show going to be about without Jen? Like, I don't think she's an Erica. I don't think she's a Rinna. I don't think she's like, I mean, look, every show goes on. New York went on without Bethany. And, but what if Jen wasn't there? I mean, just what, what's next season of Salt Lake? And I don't know. Uh, you got to change up some alliances. You got to, you've got to have some other things. I mean, I love the girls. I love them. It is all stars to me. I think they came in knowing what they were doing. I'm just like, to your point about Potomac, like, I don't know, maybe we'll have another as the weeks go on. Like what's, I think the whole Meredith Lisa thing is great because it's two friends and that's interesting, but I mean, okay. So now they don't like each other. What now? Is there any more to that? It doesn't seem like they're going to like each other anytime soon. You know, I know. Right. Is there, has, do we covered everything? Is there anything else that, oh, Nene leaks. Well, I was going to say, before we go, we should just really touch on that. Cause that's really crazy. Her son. Oh my God. Is it Brent? No. Am I getting the name wrong? Uh, Girl, don't mess this up. Cause then they'll really come for you. Cause he had, <laughs> cause he had, <laughs> did I say that out loud? Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Uh, it is Brent. Nene Leakes posted a video. This is breaking. Talked about the situation with her son and sharing her family is absolutely shocked. You know, he had two strokes and a heart attack. Nene confirms that Brent had both congestive heart failure and a stroke. She says her son does not drink or do drugs. Doctors have run a multitude of tests in order to determine what has caused the episode, including tests for HIV. Nene wanted to get ahead of the story. She didn't want to break it the way she did on social media in a video post, but she did it anyway. She asks every to pray for Brent. Um, he also runs a lounge in Atlanta, which Nini dubs his pride and joy and says, while the lounge is still open, the family is considering selling it and interested parties should reach out. Interesting. Brent is 23 years old, by the way, and lucky to be alive after a frightening medical emergency. They're thinking he may have had COVID and had severe uh, symptoms and reactions to COVID, but that is not confirmed. So he had a heart attack and stroke and now is in the hospital, like touch and go or is okay. He was hospitalized for several days. According to TMZ, he's now out and rehabbing and hopefully will make a full recovery. And that is her son she had with Greg. Um, Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, Um, I'm saying this is, you know, it'll be a week after when people hear this. Well, I'm sending uh, Nini good vibes. I would never wish harmful health on anyone. No, that's very scary for somebody 23 years old. And, you know, I mean, was he overweight? I mean, he looks it, I guess on the, the pictures that you see online. I'm just saying that could certainly cause it, you know, maybe if he had complications from, and, you know, I mean, I don't know because they don't disclose any other health information. Interesting. Well, that's not good. Um, oh, I know. No, no, no. So scary. Oh my God. I mean, she's been through so much with losing Greg, get, you know, Bryson getting Bryson situated. Bryson's 32, by the way. Oh, which so is good. why not to bring it back to Potomac. I do have an issue with, you know, bravo Giselle for calling out Miss Thornton, you know, cancer is no joke. I don't know anybody that's listening to this that doesn't have cancer in their family, their friends, like we've touched all of us. It's no joke. And I find Mia's, you know, listen, I am so, I don't understand anybody that puts their shit out there on social media. We put this out for this business. I would never, I mean, I do, people do it over their parents. I mean, I'm not judging anyone, but I would never put medical or, or, or sure. loss sure. out on social media. That's just me. Like my mother was a great person and today she passed. That's not me. I would never do that. No judgment to anyone that does. I just think it's weird. So like, I don't know if you really have a diagnosis, Mia, this is a time where your mother and your children and your wife was, oh God, our, our priorities are so screwed up in this world. Um, but yet, but yet I'm the monster just for admitting that I want tons of money. Um, any, anything else? Did we cover everything? I think, I think we, we mentioned did. it all. Yeah. I think we've covered it all. 
Miss Stephanie, don't say mention at all because you're going to get a cease and desist. And Behind <laughs> the Velvet Rope does not want a cease and desist from Miss Frankel. Um, I love you, Diana Jenkins, Kathy Hilton, Bethany, Bethany Frankel. I love all three of you. Kardashians, I love you too. I'm just thinking of all the powerful people that could send us. I'm on our show. Yeah. Um, love you, Sarah. Behind the Velvet Rope, everywhere podcasts are found. Sarah Fraser Show. We will be in touch very soon, girl. Bye, David. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.